Rhonda Rosenheck is a poet, humorist, and Bible translator living in New York's capital region. Rhonda was an educator for over 30 years and has since retired and returned to writing. Our conversation starts with listening to her poem, The Woman, that she read on October 2, 2018 at the Lobby in Albany. The Woman is part of a crime poem series of 25 pieces that Rhonda has been working on for a number of years. I asked Rhonda about her love of mysteries, her start in writing, and where that poem in particular came from. The bed, visible through the legs of adults and a child circled round, looks crisp and taut, as if there is no woman beneath its sheets, sending to electronic stanchions signals that measure life. Breathing, check. BP, F. Heartbeat, slow. Sitting across the room on vigil at another bed, I can see only the child's silky brown curls, forehead, eyelids, and hand, stretching to touch the woman's fingers, eyelids, and lips. White-coated man, wrinkled at the seat, addresses the circled mourners. We've put her under, as you can see, into a medically-induced coma. The head trauma for this woman was severe. She needs to rest, or at least slow, to reverse, or at least slow the swelling. The child's hand caresses an earlobe. She signals to a standing woman a question, and that one, leaning down, signals back that all will be well. But I can see that one's eyelids, and the left one is twitching. Like that group, I am slow, dulled from this waiting forever, my numb arms circled round my purse, bulky with nothing useful. I am a woman in grief, too preemptive like these people. Sad, you see, and beneath that angry, soon, but not yet that I, but not that I yet see, bubbles of rage will surface, pop, surface, pop. Signals of the eruption, the fiery spitting spew of this and that woman from whom all meaning has been ripped, whose eyelids cannot wash clear these gritty truths, and whose eyes are circled by dark confessions of despair. You see, I have been slow to piece together the, that, that clearly beloved woman with mine, slow to understand that the veering car she did not see was my wife's, whose drinking we fought over and circled around like a stupid hound's chased tail. I look for signals that they know who we are, but I see only tear-swollen eyelids. The child, my failure that she becomes a motherless woman, Failure to rein in my wife, herself a motherless woman, raped by a drunken father who, quick to exploit, was slow to, God, to, get, to gauge the lava raging beneath her skin, under her eyelids. A man nurturing, finally, albeit the hemlocks and pines you see out beyond our creek. My failure to catch the signals that she was not saved by revenge, that despair circled eddied like sewage, circled her vitality like the circle round that woman whose child is unclear, whose life signals are dim, beeping, slow, and whom I see through useless, dry as dust, eyelids. First thing I ever read that I liked to read was a Hardy Boys mystery. Read that first one, I just, you know, ripped through every single one that was in the house for years, every single book that was anywhere near us, most of which were 
mystery and espionage because that's what everybody in my father's family read and did a book exchange. So every time somebody would come over, they had armfuls of these books. So there was no dearth of these, these books. And, and this is almost comfort food for me. I started out writing poetry and essays and, and, and poetry kind of serious work when I was young. And then I stopped writing really creatively the whole time I was in education. And when I retired, I presumed that I would write mysteries. Um, because that's what I love, right? That's what I read. I, I, I don't read other things. That's what I read. And I, I found out that um, probably the reason I love detective stories so much is that I'm, I'm not a good detective. So they keep me, they keep me in suspense. <laughs> <laughs> They're not very good. So what I, I, I was struggling and I went to uh, the uh, Pyramid Lake Women's Writers, which is a, a women's writing retreat up in uh, uh, up at the uh, Pyramid Life Center, uh, just north of Scroon Lake. I took to, this was shortly after I made this commitment to return to writing. And I, and poetry was just coming out, poems were coming out. And I was working on this wonderful detective and her sidekick, and I had the whole backstory. And I, I just, I couldn't figure out how she figured anything out. You know, it was a really, I was really stalled with it and confused. And uh, I was taking, two workshops, one with a poet, Ellie, and one with a uh, narrative writer. And they approached me together at lunch one day and said, look, just write poems. When stories want to come out, they'll come out. And once she heard that, she was motivated to start creating. So I went that afternoon and I wrote my first two crime poems and they just came out as poetry does for me there's just not a blockage I, I kind of I set a I set up a scenario for a poem to come out somehow and it just flows out and all of the sudden that was happening with this so one of the reasons is because I don't have to solve anything I have to go into the kernel of a particular moment and explore it which is what I do with poetry. So that's what I do with these. And the series is mostly about, for a long time, I thought it was mostly about revenge. And, um, and I, I kind of titled it in my mind, poetry, uh, poetry is the best revenge. But I recently uh, did one of those manuscript um, uh, critiques with, with somebody and he, said, these aren't about revenge. These are almost all about women rebalancing something. Rhonda goes on to talk about how the woman was different than the rest of the poems in the series. This is the single poem in the whole series where there is no satisfaction. And it's so powerful to me for that failure, right? Like it really breaks my heart. What a mess, you know, the, 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 the perpetrator, the father who, who was abusive to her made a mess, but this wife who loved her, who loves her, who, who thinks I'm going to help her rebalance things in this way that our violent culture tells us sometimes things need to be rebalanced, and it really freaking falls apart. I asked Rhonda how writing the poem in the Sistina form helped tell the story. The structure of the Sistina 
helped me move it through the cycling, the spiraling structure of a sestina with the words that keep coming through and through uh, led me as I wrote the spiraling story. I mean, I, I don't. I didn't say I'm going to pick this. I don't do. I, I'm going to pick a sestina because I want to write a spiraling story, and that will help me spiral the story. <laughs> I actually picked the form, charted out with 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 a little graph so that I know what what I have to do and where, and then just see what flows into it, like a like a real, truly like a vessel. So that the sestina spirals made the story spiral. Before we wrapped up, I wanted to talk a little bit about her idea for building a retreat to give poets and writers a place to go and create. I own a, a small uh, multifamily house that has a back apartment that I was never really happy about renting to more than one person. What I, when the person who was living here moved out, I said, there's my poet's perch. And so that's what I'm doing. So all sorts of, there's a desk, there's chairs, there's a couch, there's a, there's a countertop. And my hope is very soon, very informally, not as a business, uh, but just what other writers need a place, you know, a couple of hours a week, a weekend retreat to have it themselves. But um, but I'd also like to take maybe a couple of weeks a year where I really do that kind of thing for a writer where I say, you know, submit your writing. Why do you need a week in a writing retreat and then offer somebody a writing retreat? Currently, Rhonda is part of the Poetry Performance Troupe, A Cauldron of Crones, with Judith Prest, Carol Grazer, and Nancy Klepsch. She volunteers on the board of the Hudson Valley Writers Guild, co-hosts a new poetry circle at the Moon and River Cafe in Schenectady, and shares her Waterford, New York retreat, Poets Perch, with other writers. Her most recently published collection of poems is The Five Books of Limericks. For Hudson Mohawk Magazine, I'm Tom Francis.